Divine Pill family, as you can see by the title, it's about time past due that we do a um, food oracle. So I am shuffling, for those of you that this is your first time, <clears throat> I'm shuffling from the Food Healing Oracle deck, Nourishing Wisdom from Mother Earth, um, by Joanna Salerno and Lainey Cervante-Wolkon. Um... So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm kind of laughing at myself right now. Um, it is Sunday and earlier this, uh, earlier today I was recording and it was so serene and on the warmer side. And then all of a sudden it just turned to like frozen hell. <laughs> like. Um, y'all already know anything below 60 for me, I'm tapped out like, mm -mm. so, um, the last that I checked and, and that's when I turned my heater on was when it hit 54 degrees and I checked the weather and it's supposed to rain tomorrow, 90% chance of rain. So, um, it definitely has me in that feeling where I'm just ready to like settle down by the fireplace and just stay cooped up for the night. <coughs> Excuse me, I apologize. Um Yeah, so let's just see what comes out. And you all might get a little bit lucky the rest of this week too cuz the weather is supposed to be in the low 70s for the rest of the week and then next Tuesday it goes back up to 80, 81. So um when it, the weather gets like this, I just want to stay home and stay indoors. And and next thing you know, <laughs> I just hop on here. So, hmm, I didn't know water was one of them. I just finished eating some honeydew. For those of you who um, listened to my previous podcast, it has two-sided benefit because not only is it healthy and is it's a fruit, <clears throat> but it does have potassium in there. And um, not only is that going to help me with my recovery, I did 10,000 steps today, but also um, <clears throat> going to help me with the part where I'm supposed to fall asleep. So I decided to just take it a little bit considerably early um and looking forward to just falling asleep wow i'm surprised nothing has fallen out yet <clears throat> i also did drink a gallon of water today oh there we go what was that black sesame this card is so pretty i'm gonna um I would have to go down to the living room. I left the shadow box down there. So um, I will probably upload this tomorrow because <clears throat> I'm not, no. <laughs> like when it gets cold, I'm not trying to move or be mobile. But um, yeah, this card, the, the picture on here is pretty. But the, the thing that came out is Black Sesame. I can't say I'm familiar with this at all. Um, I've heard of sesame seeds, and as I'm thinking about it, I think 
yeah, from what I, when, when you think about sesame seed buns, um, I think, aren't the seeds white, you guys? Excuse me. Um, and so the word that comes with that one is mindfulness. So let's just go ahead and and see what comes up for black sesame. Um, I'm kind of curious if if they don't mention it here, how you can use it. Um, I would imagine, wouldn't you use it for like oil? But as you can probably see in the picture, um, it's kind of grounded up. Okay, so it says for healing wisdom and that <laughs> that stuff you hear in the background is actually the Tibetan singing bowls. I like to play it in the background. Um, it's at 963 hertz and the, the YouTube version that I'm playing is three hours, but it's supposed to help you with your pineal gland activation. But I just love that I found something that vibrates at 963 hertz. I stand corrected. 963 hertz. Um, so let me get back to this window. So it says, the key to a healthy existence is our mindset. Presence is everything when it comes to mindfulness. How mindful are we of what we are eating? How mindful are we towards our fellow brothers and sisters, or even our pets? Yet, humans have lost some of their connection to Mother Earth and themselves. It's our responsibility to acknowledge your role. Oh, no, 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 it's your. <laughs> it's your responsibility to acknowledge your role in everything and take the necessary steps to bring mindfulness back. <clears throat> Be more aware of your thoughts and actions before they affect someone else. I love that. Um, <clears throat> let's keep reading and then I'll come back if I, if I need to or, or whatever. But it says, Black Sesame reminds you that you are the decider of your fate. I know that has been a, um, a recurring theme um, in the messages that we've been going through over the past three to six months, <clears throat> you were the decider of your fate. Shift your mindset, shift your life and all that you envision to have in it. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. So let me just kind of go back, um, <clears throat> Some of the things they said, and then I will come back to the guidebook regarding the practical gift, gifts. So it says, the key to um, healthy existence is our mindset. And this is reminding me of one of my favorite books, um, Wells of Abundance, Seven Planes of Abundance. <clears throat> and it, it takes you through the stages of the difference between a plant, a vegetable, um, an animal, and then what is supposed to be a human being. But at the end of the day, um, it was fascinating because some some people are in a vegetable state. Um, they are living things, but they don't have a mind <clears throat> or that of a vegetable where they're not contributing to, to society or um, being mindful. 
Um, and then when you look at an animal, it does have a mind. And even with animals, you can kind of see that they have a, some type of a mind of how they affect <clears throat> others around them and their um, and even their owners. Like I know my my little one, my fur baby. He can tell when I remember my health wasn't that good back in the days but he could tell when I wasn't feeling that good and he wouldn't jump up on me as much but if I'm like up and running and doing perfectly fine then he'll be like jumping up on me and stuff like that like I didn't even have to tell him anything he would just know not to jump up on me or you also see how um like um, when you when you used to watch Discovery Channel and you watch like the monkeys or the giraffes and the elephants with their little ones and they can tell when the other animals are hurting, how they are protective and and nurturing, even though they're in an animal state. But unfortunately, some people aren't even at that. Some animals have a higher state of consciousness than some people around us. And so then you get into the into humans which are supposed to have brainwave activity and that means that you're supposed to be aware of yourself and aware of your surroundings right some people think that it has to do with you being aware and, and the next sentence there was presence is everything when it comes to mindfulness but some people um could be self-centered because i think that there's tears now you start to get into the tears of mindfulness and consciousness right <clears throat> Some people are only centered on themselves and their existence and their needs and their wants and what they want and and um, very selfish. And um, so you have the person who's not even aware um, of themselves, let alone others. Some people who are aware of only themselves and then those who are aware of themselves and their actions and others and the things that they do and how it affects others, right? Um so the other thing is, I love it because even as we're talking about food here, it says how mindful of you are what you are eating. And I've been loving this phase of my journey and my life and even being able to use this food oracle as, as a means to kind of be paying attention to how we program our bodies, right? What are we program, programming our bodies for? For longevity, for health, for stamina, for endurance, for um, performance, for memory, right? Um, to lift, to pull, um, for strength, for speed. Um, <clears throat> and so one of the things that's so interesting about this too is there have been links and correlations between, you know, what you eat plays a role in your in your mind and consciousness too um we grew up mostly vegetarian vegan and then once we started to you know get our driver's license and go out with friends in high school then that's where I would start to eat like the beef you know stuff that had beef in it or I wasn't too mindful or wasn't really sticking to the principles that my parents raised us on but it's so much more easier for me now to just stick to few certain kinds of meat, but I I've heard of, and I can, um, I can say that, well, some people, when they say that part of the reason we're so animalistic with each other is because 
we're eating flesh, right? Um, and a lot of the times when you think about how even when, when the cows are killed or even any of the animals are killed, um, sometimes it's so horrific and that stress and adrenaline and grief, a lot of times they're seeing their babies or the 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 whatever was in the truck with them <clears throat> on the way to slaughter, they can smell the death and they know what's coming. And so that is coursing through their veins um, up until the time that they are that they are killed for consumption. And then we take that <clears throat> and we ingest it. And then we wonder why we have spiked adrenaline and easy to get tempered and or <clears throat> like, uh, I think it has to do more like with the adrenaline, the transfer and wasn't really prepared, prepared to go into that extent of it. But I know that there's a correlation between it. <clears throat> Versus when you eat cleaner, sometimes they say it does make you a little bit more docile. <clears throat> Where's my water bottle? <laughs> I know it's it's around here somewhere. So, but just something to think about. Um, what are we eating? What are we programming our bodies for? Um, <clears throat> which takes us to the next point because here it says... Um, mindful towards our fellow brothers and sisters and even our pets. But then it also talks about, yeah, humans have lost a connection to some, you know, their connection to Mother Earth and themselves in its responsibility to acknowledge the role in everything and take the necessary steps to bring back mindfulness. But <clears throat> even when you look at how, you know, um, we eat the animals and stuff like that too, um, and and it takes time. I have fluctuated in and out. Like I said, I was, we were raised vegetarian, vegan. Um, and there's certain things I just won't touch or or eat. Um, and then what will happen is I will cycle in and out of how much I consume. Like if I'm gonna eat meat, it's gonna be salmon, chicken, um, and then if anything, beef. But I've kind of crossed beef off of my list and crossed. <clears throat> chicken off of my list um to where it's I couldn't tell you the last time I had chicken I don't like I don't like eggs <laughs> and I remember um senior year excuse me senior year um we went to this it was a Christian university it's kind of like a pipeline from the 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 elementary I went to was like an Orthodox Christian school and they have a pipeline for the college institution. <clears throat> but they were talking about um, all the bacteria that's in milk. And that was the beginning of me like really weaning myself off of milk. I still eat dairy products. Um, like I'll still eat cheese and yogurt. But I couldn't tell you the last time I had milk. I will have ice cream though. So it just depends, right? But it's just something for you to think about. And <clears throat> sometimes I think about how, you know, what does it mean to even have meat consumption in moderation versus we're driving, you know, the the drive for, I don't eat pork, but little piglet babies or like, cows and veal and even with fish when you when you start to study how they they farm fish and you start to see that 
it's no type of life and you start to raise your consciousness. This is kind of asking you to kind of how how mindful do you want to be? Where are you and where are you trying to get to? Um <clears throat> Uh, is is are the conversations that are coming up with this, right? With Black Sesame and mindfulness. And it's so funny too, because even as I'm saying this, you have some people who are more, will advocate for leather, you know, not using leather. Um, and for animals and dogs will have more rights than, than some humans or what happens to people or children or women, right? So... Um, in a earlier podcast, we were talking about how you have both hands you have. And, and so this is kind of like, you need to have balance, um, not just for people, but for animals and not just for animals, but for people, I think, right. That's how I'm going to take it and, and kind of encourage you to think about it in, in that sense too. Are you balancing the scales? Um, if you're going to lock someone up for, um, you know, hurting animals, but be okay or not be as vocal about what happens to children um, or women or even against other humans, really, at the end of the day, um, elderly people, then it's just something for you to think about. <clears throat> um, and it talks about acknowledging your responsibility and I love it because it puts the impetus, it puts the the responsibility in your corner. Um, at the end of the day, like it comes down to like even thinking about recycling, right? I'm responsible for recycling. I can't control what my neighbors do or my neighborhood does, but I can be responsible for still recycling like cans and paper and using the right containers and um, making sure of how we use our, you know, our bags and when we go grocery shopping and whatnot. Let me turn this down just a little bit more. <laughs> Sometimes I turn it down so low that I, I can't even hear it. That should be good enough. Okay, let's move on to, because I'm running out of time here. I like this. It says, be more aware of your thoughts and actions before they affect someone else, which is perfect as I'm going into practical gifts for Black Sesame because um, we're in Aries at the time that I'm reading this. And Aries has to do with action. And we've talked about how Aries can be about impulsivity. Um, the thought will come to your mind and you'll want to jump to action. And um, surprisingly enough, this came up in the erotic astrology. But one of the things I enjoyed about that is you still get an insight into who they are before you get into the bedroom type of a situation. But how you do one thing is how you'll do everything. And so this is just kind of balancing out that energy for this, for this moment and moving forward, it's like, be aware of your thoughts and actions before they affect someone else. And so, <clears throat> yes, you can have impulsivity. Yes, you can have um, inspired action, but think about, have a little bit more time to foresee and have foresight on how it's going to affect other people. Um, and what was the other thing they said here? how your thoughts and actions affect other people. Okay, now let's get into practical gifts. It says, <sighs> excuse me, it says, 
Oh, how we love the benefits of eating black sesame seeds. We choose it for mindfulness because, oh, we chose it for mindfulness because it physically helps the brain with its melanin content, which protects against degenerative diseases. Y'all, I want to go in on that sentence right there, but anyway, (laughs) isn't that something? Melanin content helps to protect the brain from degenerative diseases. Yo, that I know that some people <laughs> notice that that's called some people can be like, what? Cause some people be oh, let me stay, let me stay away, let me be mindful. <laughs> but anyways, it's supposed to um it says um it physically helps the brain with its melanin content um, which protects against degenerative diseases such as Parkinson's and dementia. Also, for those who suffer depression or an imbal- imbalanced endocrine system, get your black sesames. Going on your favorite salad, on an avocado, or any favorite dish. Um, it says, very easy to incorporate and well worth putting your mindset in the direction of healing. Y'all, I think, um, I remember when I think about sesame, I remember one time, this was a while back, um, I had gotten a bottle of like sesame seed oil dressing and it was, mm, it was nasty. <laughs> it was nasty, but um. <coughs> That being said, I think there are, I can revisit it. Um, I've been spending more time in the kitchen preparing my meals, more hands-on. And um, maybe my taste buds will have have changed and I will have an acquired taste for it. I'm not going to push it. If I try it, I will let you guys know in my health chit-chats and stuff. But I think part of it has to do with learning how to prepare it. Because back then, my thing was, oh, sesame seed um, salad dressing is healthy. I'm just going to pour it on my salad. And next thing you know, I was just like, oh, you know, and maybe not mentally prepared for what it would taste like. Um, And maybe I could have put more things in my salad to make it, you know, just a little bit more flavorful. But so far, my experience has been kind of like, uh. Um, but with that being said, I, you know, we would have to, I'm running out of time, so I won't go into it. But if you do explore how to incorporate sesame, and specifically black sesame, I think that's the important part, because they're not just talking about sesame. Like I said, when I think of sesame, I think of the white stuff that's on the bun. Um and I don't know how much you would need to get a certain amount of nutritional value out of it. But um What's fascinating is they mentioned black sesame, but the melanin component of it is what helps with the degenerative diseases. But also I know that some of the more potent types of um, grains are black. So like black chia seeds and black quinoa, right? So just kind of bear that in mind too. But yeah, I think I'm going to kind of just keep this part short and sweet and to the point. Um, And so it seems like the part of the reason they chose it is because it it is um, 
a great supplement for your your brain, for your mind, right? We started off earlier on this podcast just talking about how these are so important because we start to pay attention to what are we eating, what are we programming our minds for, our bodies for. And so this is just um, something that's going to help you, you know, with with Parkinson's disease that, that affects your whole body and who is going to be your caretaker type of a thing too. So you do it for yourself, but it also can affect, you know, if, if you're having to rely on your children or other people to take care of you um, and quality of life. And dementia, you know, one of the things that I love about doing these and when I what I love talking about to women who are with their significant other, not not Pookie and Ray and them or or you know but somebody when you're in a y'all, I'm just going through it. Um, when you're in a relationship with someone that you love and you care for and you're the nurturer in the sense of um providing the meals, you're paying attention to, you know, when you think about dementia, what's behind the scenes is they start to forget who you are. They start to forget your, your, the children's names, the memories that you had together. Right. And so it's loving that when you prepare their meals, yes, the food tastes good. Yes, it's filling. Yes, you like to see the smile on their face and that type of thing. But you're also um, protecting their mind, their brain function for um, quality of life. And also that you can really get into those 80s and 90s together, remembering each other, remembering each other's names, remembering, you know, the grandchildren's names, right? And remembering your first dates and where you went and the things that you did together. And that's the loving component that I love about the things that we do behind the scenes. Like it is so much more than food, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some homework until the next food food oracle, as I'm starting to shut this down here too. But I think for this for this week, I want to encourage you to. Um, I've been encouraging you guys on different podcasts to have like a, a journal or a notebook. Um, you should have one for your finances, um, but also one for like your affirmations or to track your process or or that type of thing. Um, and so maybe you can dedicate one or two pages to your food diary and or buy another notebook and kind of just track what are you programming your mind for, right? So when you have breakfast, say, I am programming my mind for, and so then now you're going to start to look and be mindful about what you're eating. You know, when you go to Starbucks, as you're at the drive through what are you programming your mind for, you know, your body for? And so then now, like for, for example, it depends, like for breakfast, um, I like to have yogurt. Sometimes I'll have kale for, for breakfast. Um, I make my own like English muffin sandwiches in the morning. Um, and so then I will have healthy fats in there. I will have protein in there. I will have fiber in there. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about how you can even take teas or ha- add things like Himalayan salt. Himalayan salt is great for potassium. It has magnesium in there as well. Um, and that helps you with the restorative process. If you're taking things that are high in vitamin A, then that's great for 
um, you building muscle, if you're taking things that have like vitamin C and you're drinking orange juice, you're programming your mind, uh, programming your body for not just detox, but it helps to give you like clear skin, right? So I'm talking a little bit about the vein aspects of it, the beauty aspects of it, but also for the performance of your body and for the longevity. So I do it. Um, I enjoy that process, but I want to encourage you to just kind of, even if you just for one day document, what am I programming my body for, right? Because the, the, what we're being called for here is to, to be mindful of several things as I'm closing out. Mindful of what you're eating, mindful of what you're thinking, mindful of your actions, mindful of yourself, and mindful of others, okay? And, and animals and on a grander scheme mother earth and then now you're talking about recycling and um use of uh, appliances and how much energy you're using and how much you can walk or cycle or be more physically active instead of having to always use your car and stuff like that right um and so but just something to think about um on a grander scale and you're welcome to, again, look for ways to incorporate black sesame into your diet as a way to protect your mind and the mind of those that you love, okay? And maybe we will come across other um, ingredients that we can use. I don't know that I'm going to be a fan of black sesame, but I, like I said, if I incorporate it into my diet, I will share with you guys um, my experience with it and how I prepared it to make it more palatable. Okay. So until the next podcast, I hope this was a blessing. Um, depending on when you listen to this, you're going to see the thumbnail um, of of the picture. I just thought it was very unique and antique and I don't know, enticing. So hope you enjoy it. All right. Peace out. <laughs> Bye.